welcome to the Vagabond Way podcast. The journey goes ever on with The Long Road. This episode, set your sights on the horizon. Once more, we join The Long Road as we discuss plans for 2021 uh, and the message we hope everyone around the world can spread as we journey through the wastelands left by 2020 and into the future. Steve Bonham asks why America matters at this time of great change in the USA. Kev Moore continues his trek along the Camino Trail and stops for a night of wild camping. And the Bishop, that's me, I bring tell of rituals in the kitchen, special moments to be savoured. The Vagabond Way podcast featuring The Long Road is exploring the world of the troubadour, the adventurer, the vagabond. The world isn't beige, it isn't processed, it's authentic, it's rich and it's real. If those are the sorts of sentiments that make your brain light up, then hop on board. We are embracing all of those things, we're celebrating all of that, and we'd love it if you joined us on the journey. Chris the Bish Leiden, thank you for joining us again, wherever in the world you are. We're beavering away here at Vagabond HQ, getting things ready for the launch of our 15-song album and brand-new companion book next week, American Wilderness Odyssey, but we'll have more on that in next week's special episode on that. Uh, we're working on music videos for the new songs too. In fact, the uh, video for Western Requiem has just come out this week. Search for Western Requiem, I still have trouble saying that, Western Requiem, on YouTube or find us on social media and you'll find the video. It's a superb video shot and edited by Kat Hodkinson and Gemma Caldwell. Really great stuff and we're so thrilled to be able to share it with the world now. Um, anyway, more of those sorts of things to come come in 2021. Also, don't forget a new episode of the Transatlantic Connection show is out now, featuring chats and music from Ted Russell Camp, a brilliant LA-based singer-songwriter and Grammy Award-winning bass player. Really great to hear a bit of his backstory. Uh, we also get to chat to Ian Smith, a music agent and promoter who talks about the future of the music industry. So, search for the Transatlantic Connection show and you'll find us. Uh, I'm going to hand right over to myself, surprise, surprise, as we join the long road, me, Steve Bonham and Kev Moore, uh, for our look ahead to the year to come. Over to me. Thanks for joining us once again. We've got Steve at home in Derbyshire. Hola! Although right now his Zoom background is uh, a beach somewhere which looks very delicious. And then we've got Kev at home, who actually is near a beach, because he lives near a beach at home anyway. Indeed, I up me up. There we go. So Kev's at home in Spain, and me, the bitch, I'm at home in Manchester. Uh, and here we are. We are getting through 2021. You know, we're already on week three. We're getting there. You know, you can't help but, at times like this, the world's going through, the stuff it's going through, that you've got to sort of take a step back sometimes and zoom out and, and think, what's... What the hell's going on? So we here at Vagabond HQ, we've been thinking about the future because um, the future's coming, whatever. And although we don't know exactly what's gonna what's gonna be possible when or um, you know to what extent things are opening up here in the UK and uh, and abroad, we we think you've got to still be looking ahead to do stuff and plan for stuff and be able to when when the time is right and when it's safe and when it's appropriate to actually hit on with stuff um we were lucky last year that in sort of one of the 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 lulls in um the coronavirus here in the uk we managed to get some stuff done we got some recording stuff done we got um we, we sort of planted the seeds for a load of things so 2021 is going to be much the same we don't know we don't know what's going on but we want to be able to capitalize on stuff when when we so what things have we got going on so steve what's yeah what's well on i was the just thinking i was thinking about what you were saying bishop you know I think astrophysicists uh, would say that 
time isn't linear. But I, I, I've always it's felt... It's a donut. I think it's, they think it's like a donut, don't they? Yeah. Oh, I'm all for that. For practical, <laughs> practical purposes, perhaps we should treat it in that particular way, as in yesterday was yesterday and tomorrow's tomorrow. Otherwise, it's bloody well confusing enough without starting to swap that around. So uh, we can assume, for the purposes of this conversation, there will be a future of some sort. Yes, and it may be on this this tropical island that I've helpfully put behind me. Oh yeah, but, uh, but you know, practically deep down on Earth, um, what we're going to do? Well, we're going to have some fun. That's that's that seems to be really important. So we are going to play live again, and we're going to do that in the autumn, and we're going to do that all over the country. So there's no hiding. There's no hiding. <laughs> there's no getting away from it. <laughs> that does sound a little bit like a threat now. It'll be, it'll be just I when mean, you thought it was safe it... to come out from the coronavirus, we're going to be on your doorstep. Perhaps we should yes. get to Germany too. We'll probably have to go in disguise as a <laughs> British diplomat or something because they don't seem to let us in anymore in any other way. But um, thanks to the current government's intransience over signing a small piece of paper oh, uh, that allows <laughs> musicians to play... Um, let's let's not get into that topic. That, that that's we, that's yeah, another now. day. We an hour on. <laughs> so we will, do, we will do an overseas tour, even if it's you know somewhere like Lundy Island in the Bristol Channel. <laughs> <laughs> uh, is, is 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 the Isle of Wight technically overseas? I, I think we can make it, it so. I mean, they're putting borders <laughs> in the middle of the sea now. Yeah. You've, got, you've, you've got to get on a ferry to get there, so yeah. I don't, I'd class that as overseas. Did, Let's did, do it. did we oh, actually? Right, we, we didn't we chuck this around once in a moment of madness? Didn't I say why don't we play all the islands around the UK or something? So we that, should. That does ring a vague Yeah, yeah do a gig on the Isle of Wight, the Isle of Man. Yeah, Lindisfarne. Um, so the the stuff that we're releasing very very soon, um, the album American Wilderness Odyssey, which is fifteen songs released over fifteen months, and we're calling it One Incredible Journey. We'd love to be able to take the stories of those songs, that journey on tour um, around around the UK. Because yeah. I mean, part of us, part of our thinking is that. We are a, um, a neat little adaptable trio, and actually, we can we feel like we could play in a in a little you know village hall to thirty people and really entertain entertain them and have mm-hmm. some really good, genuine, authentic um, interactions with people. Interactions, a word, yeah, yeah. The sort of music that we make, we're not just a generic pop. You know, we're not just pumping out covers of stuff. We've this is really handcrafted stuff we want to get out there. Yeah. But also, we think we could, you know, we could we could play to a five hundred seat theatre uh, and give people a really interesting um, night out, hearing about the stories, the adventures, the the journey of this odyssey, this American wilderness odyssey. So we want to be able to do that in the the autumn, um, and we're so we're putting some plans in place now, and hopefully, coronavirus will have died down enough by then that we can fulfill those plans but we'll you know one way or another we we a we want to be doing it but b i mean i don't know about you guys but i feel like we need to be doing it we need to be planning these things so autumn autumn tour hopefully that's looking towards the yeah. so, so, so the second half of 2021 and then we've got the the festival before yeah. so that haven't we the festival of the artisan 2021 this is the festival that steve founded was the first one 2018 i think 2018 2018 and then there was a, a mini festival in 2019 and then 2020 you know obviously everything nothing nothing could happen so we didn't have one then but we've we've come back fighting with some arts council england support thank you very much arts council england for yeah. festival of the artisan 2021 um and so that's going to be the end of march they'll definitely be online so anybody anywhere in the world will be able to take part in what 
watching it uh, and taking part in some in the events. Um, we don't yet know whether we'll be able to have a live audience. Maybe by March things will calm down and we'll be able to have a very small live audience, but we'll just have to see how things go. We've got some great people lined up. The incredible Bella Hardy, who's just astonishing. I mean, the whole theme of this is kind of being a bit cross-mixing genres and stuff. I mean, she's just amazing. Got the uh, new folk superstar, Blair Dunlop. Yep, good to see him again. And we've got uh, Chris Hall. Chris has just uh, created UK Cajun music decades ago. He's played with everybody. He's on a Paul McCartney album. He played it, Paul McCartney's daughter's wedding. Uh, he's just amazing. And, of course, we've got our Kev doing a Saturday afternoon session. Oh, yes, I've got my solo yeah. spot there, haven't I, yeah. And, <laughs> yes. and doing my Bruce Forsyth in, introductory skills as well. Yes, yes. Uh, that's right. <laughs> so, so looking after the Saturday afternoon artisan club. So there's going to be some new emerging yes, artists. Yes, mine, mine host. Yes, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes. Um, and so looking after the Saturday afternoon um, the artisan club. So we've got some new and emerging artists joining us for that. Uh, and Kev's going to be hosting that and playing some of his own solo stuff. It's going to be great to be able to have some live music being out there. Um, and the thing for us, the festival, of the artisan, is all about the fact that it's handcrafted, authentic storytelling music i mean that's what it all comes down to yeah. really um there's there's all the all the artists are are in that world it's not that they're all the same genre it's not it's not that we're saying it's a you know it's not a folk festival or a folk rock festival or whatever it's uh, genre neutral was one of the things we were talking about um but it's the fact that people who who are playing are going to be making music from the heart from you know authentic they really believe in and it's it's going to be amazing it's going to be really really good it's going to be a really really um, good session and so you'll be able to get available online i mean all the details we need to get out it's very exciting um, but literally anybody anywhere in the world will be able to tune in um, and contribute look out for that at the end of uh, end of march um and what else have we got in 2021 well we as I alluded to back at the intro, we did a, we did a little bit of recording back in November, December sort of time. Yeah. Um, so we're going to be releasing that. Uh, we're calling that down at the crossroads. That's going to be coming out in the spring, uh, and that's a, a, an EP of some new new material. Um, and we're just starting to get the videos together for that uh, now as well. So there'll be music videos and uh, EP launch in the spring. Look out for that. The music on this is a bit. It's another step, a step into the future, isn't it? It's another step ahead, isn't it? I, I feel, and it's, it's big, man. It's big, isn't it? It's, yeah. it's, I, I find it's really big, and I think in that peculiar way that we do, as you've alluded to before, Bish, that the kind of DNA that they're all connected. Mm. But yet they're kind of very different, you know. The, the, it's the next generation, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, the, the vibe on... You can on... see the familial links, yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. You can see the big noses and the and the ears and the, you uh, know, the... Uh, genetic material, yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, but they change. And yeah. yeah. for me, it's almost it's almost like... You know how on photos these days, you, could, you with your apps, you can put a filter on the photo. Yeah. And sometimes you hit a really good filter that, that really amplifies everything in that photo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In in a way, that's kind of what I think feel like we found in some of these new. That's songs, a good analogy. Um, yeah, that mm. actually it's taken our twenty nineteen twenty twenty sound. We've put one of these funky filters on it, and we've amplified some of the sound. I don't mean literally amplified. You know, we're not playing a, le- a load of electric instruments all of a sudden. Although there is quite a lot of Hammond organ in it. Um, but it's, which we it's, decided it's, it wasn't an electric instrument, Chris. Yes, we did it's, decide it's absolutely. That, yeah. it's, it's it's a mechanical beast. It's, it's not. A a, it's, yes. um, but taken taken the notions, the ideas, the DNA, and really zoomed in on it and 
turned it up to 11 in many many cases i know it's tried that yeah everybody normally says oh you know i really like our latest stuff you know it's it's the best thing we've ever done and so but i really do like these four songs i think we've we've done them proud you know the videos are going to be really good as well the, in, in particular there's one video that me steve and kev took a, a day trip out again back when the uk was slightly less locked down and I, I can't have we talked about this in the podcast or I don't podcast? know if we have we might have touched on it briefly but it had better, it had yeah. better be good because my god we suffered for our <laughs> art that day essentially one day whatever it was was it the start of December end of November I think it was yeah, right, the end it, of November it certainly felt so like things it things were getting a bit bit chilly it wasn't it wasn't it, well yeah it was very very cold mm. mainly due to the wind factor so yeah. i took two two gents of a certain age out to a field in the middle of derbyshire and almost killed them by accident <laughs> from, from cold and wind and wet but but we we had this fabulous day uh, now what what was the place called steve i've forgotten entirely oh now you've thrown it at me uh um the old mine magpie, was it magpie, magpie mines, mines. Mag, magpie mines yeah. magpie north, mines which is in no into north derbyshire sort of yeah. mid north derbyshire yeah and connected and, me to uh, my family's roots it was weird because my my was, my great yeah. uncle had worked down there getting the lead you know it seems that everywhere we go kev you find some new familial link, to, to <laughs> geographical know, link to where we uh, Our seed is spread just... wide. <laughs> <laughs> but we spent a day in the wind and the rain at this disused lead mine in the, in the Derbyshire countryside, having to hike a, hike a mile to, to get there with all, all the gear. We shot a load of footage. And uh, right now, we don't know quite how it's all going to come together because we, we had a plan for some of the stuff we wanted to shoot and we shot it and it was all just us doing it ourselves on iPhones and things. Very, very 2020, really. Yeah. And, um... I mean, I, I really hope that the that, um, cat who's putting the video together will be able to put it, make it all make sense, really. So the shots on location... We do need a bit of cat mind. magic on that, don't we? I, I think she'll, yeah. she'll in, come in up. In the mist and the, and the fog and the rain and the wind, interspersed probably with shots from the studio. We had the cat and Gemma filming us when we were in the studio as well. So hopefully that will be a nice mix of on-location stuff, telling yeah. a bit sort of the story of this song. It's actually the sort of the, the eponymous song from the, the EP, I suppose, down at the crossroads. Mm. The, the other other songs, the, the music videos, again, will be featuring stuff from the studios, which is always nice. To, you know, it's genuine, live, real recordings of us actually making the music. And I think that's part of it that makes the authenticity work for me. I, I'm it? so glad we've been able to to do that. Yeah, I think it'll bring people in, won't it? They can see what we do down there. It's nice to show them that. But, I mean, it's going to be a great year. It's, it's got to be, hasn't it? It's got to be. Well, it's got to be. <laughs> but you've seen because that you've meme to, going around, haven't you? You've seen the meme going around <laughs> saying, 2021, you've got one job. Just be better than last year. <laughs> I mean, we've got lots of musical things going on. We inevitably, we'll end up writing more music because well. that's just how that's just how how we are. Um, and we'll 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 be aiming to try to get back into recording studios to record that whenever whenever we can. Yeah. Um, um, sort of bigger picture wise, I think the thing that we've all got to do is in society because 2020 was such a horror, and 2021 has the opportunity to be better. Um, maybe not immediately, but eventually can be better. And I think we've all got to look after each other in that respect, that actually, yeah. as things are getting better, it's not going to be instantly better for everybody. And there's going to be some people working very, very hard to try to make things better. And it'll feel like a bit of an uphill struggle. So I think, you know, from us to, to the people out there, if you can support musicians or artists or people creating stuff, do it. Donate on their website. Just yeah. chuck them a fiver. Chuck them the price of, a, of a, an expensive coffee. Buy their merch buy their album buy their book whatever they're making if they can support their live performances whether that's online or in person go out there and support 
the things that we all need and as human beings the artists the creators the people making the good authentic stuff support them when we can when it's possible to because that's it's going to be the, it's going to be the only way that 2021 is going to get better ultimately mm. spread kindness not covid great message bish gotta love one another yeah i'm a bit old hippie but you gotta love one another it's as simple yeah. as that what's the bloody point otherwise <laughs> <laughs> just been watching the inauguration ceremony for the 46th President of the United States. And staged and theatrical and almost sentimental as it is, I was moved. It was like seeing a much-loved old band take the stage after four years of thrash metal. Or like being a child and getting lost in a crowd, feeling incredibly disoriented and then suddenly seeing the reassuring face of a parent. I felt a profound sense of relief. I guess we've all felt we've been holding our breath the last few weeks, waiting for this moment. I listened to Joe Biden talk of unity and shared purpose and thought of the arc of his life. I heard him say, There's no accounting for what fate will deal you. Some days you need a hand. There are other days when we're called to lend a hand. That's how it has to be. That's what we do for one another. I tried to put the face of Putin from Russia or Xi Jinping, President of China. And if I'm honest, old Bojo Boris Johnson on that platform. But you cannot imagine them there. You cannot imagine them giving that speech that Joe Biden made. And that's why I still love America. What I saw today was a great reminder of why America matters. The passing of power given by a people from one person to another. The idea of citizenship and the obligations it entails, not to a party or royalty or some despot or dictator, but to each other. The hope for change in the fact that there was a black South East Asian woman as vice president. Something beautiful has reasserted itself, for one moment at least. Maybe a fragile moment the best of America has won. Not from a partisan point of view of left versus right, but from what I have described elsewhere as the great act of involvement, which is democracy. Democracy based on reasoned argument and open-hearted listening turns out to be by millions cherished and loved. Yes, I know 71 million voted for Trump, but many more did not. And there is a palpable sense of those that did vote for him now walking away in disgust. So tonight I shall pour myself a glass of Kentucky bourbon light a fire, breathe out slowly and smile. I will salute the beautiful myth that has made people the world over dream away their chains. Over the last few years, I felt times when I've been writing songs about America and our adventures there, that it almost had to be something like a guilty secret. 
Friends I know and love have been angry and dismissive, saying out loud, I would never go there. How could I visit such a cruel and uncaring place? As Dickens said, this has been the best and the worst of times. So it might be the age of foolishness, but wisdom has just struck lucky. The game is still in play. Since I was a child, America has represented a world that seemed so much more optimistic and open than mine. Less constrained, less closed in, less predefined, less, less deferential. I was never one for those who I was supposed to think of as my betters. I don't think I'm intrinsically rude or difficult, perhaps a little curmudgeonly, but I've never found it particularly easy to show deference to someone because of their place of birth, their wealth, their friends, and particularly not because of their parents or their ancestors. My father taught me to meet every person as an equal, no better or worse than myself. That someone's worth is totally defined by their actions. And I grew up believing that all should be given the right to pursue the potential they have within them to enrich themselves in the noblest sense of the word and in doing so to contribute to the welfare and flourishing of others. And so the dream of America struck a deep chord. But this is still a subversive idea in this country, riven by class, status, privilege and damn snobbery. Hell, I know the US may often be no better than this, but it sure dreams better. It's the great experiment of what ordinary folks can do when we've sacked the kings, the bishops, the barons, my lords and my ladies. The light may often grow dim over there, but when it shines for a second, we all know it doesn't have to be like this. So, dear waters of Kentucky, here's to the great experiment in humanity that is the USA, and to all the rogues, misfits, saints, and sinners that lie from California to the New York Island, from the Redwood Forest to the Gulf Stream waters. Cheers. And in Steve's own words now, his love song to America, uh, Riding the Road from Steve Bonham and the Long Road. It has took back a six to one That smells of oil and rust A beatable convertible Whose soul is made of rust Rice Jenny and a lover Laughing as they're chasing trains Guard his foot down hard Going like a hurricane Headed down the lonesome way The road that never ends Cross the heart of America That the spirit comprehends in the river and the old state line, the prairie and the plain, highway of forgotten ones who won't come here again, riding on the road that never ends. We're riding on the road that never ends. From a stop a long way back, still lingers on his tongue. The bitter taste of coffee, he's having a Bob Dylan song. Country boy is bitter. 
canals where the rebel soul begins thinking if it all comes down it would not be a sin behind the car the blue stem grass is dancing in the haze bending to the rhythm of the passing of the days remembers the man who told her once this moment's all you got no point here alone for the things that you have not riding on the road time we spoke, I'd recently found my Camino staff, enjoyed lunch with a lizard, met Betsy from Oregon, and I was now heading for Collinga on October the 9th. The coast was my companion for the rest of the way as I left the surfers behind until the road turned slightly inland to Collinga. I caught Betsy up again and we walked together for a while until we reached the town. She headed off to find her Posada for the night. Posada, The word means inn or lodging and derives from the Christmas story. There are many along the Camino and often are run by families who will invite you to eat dinner with them. We said our goodbyes and I walked on through the town, stopping to get water and chocolate. And I must have walked at least two kilometres out of town before I found a suitable pitch for the tent. I waited until it was almost dark and then put it up in a small grassed area at the side of the road. It's illegal to wild camp in Spain, hence my caution in waiting until dark to put the tent up, 
but they're normally quite kind when it comes to the Camino campers. The tent's quite a clever and simple design and takes no time at all to put it up. It was reasonably comfy, but the condensation soon started. Schoolboy error, boiling water inside, leaving boots inside, etc. The worst of it, though, was making my lovely much-needed coffee, only to discover it was bloody awful, all sweet and curdled. I was trying to work out how dried milk can go off, until I discovered that the water that I'd bought back in the town was fizzy bloody apple flavour. Idiot! During the night I was desperate for a pee. It had already been raining hard and I was cold and really not keen, but I was left with little choice. I unzipped the tent in order to relieve myself and looked up. Open-mouthed, I gazed to million stars in a cloudless velvet black sky. It's unexpected moments like this on the Camino that truly take your breath away and remind you of how insignificant you are and how beautiful everything is. Join me next time as I deal with the morning after. thought for this week my bishop's daily bread is pancakes uh, but before i dig in just a, a quick shout out to to bread i haven't forgotten about you indeed i've made a couple of delicious loaves in the course of the week uh, and just like our own kev started back in november just before we went to the studio to record our new stuff if you've never baked a loaf before give it a go it really is quite satisfying uh, and you can really not know what you're doing uh, and still get a pretty good result i shall extol the virtues of bread making both gustatorially and in terms of your mental well-being till the end of my days give it a crack anyway back to pancakes or more precisely the ritualistic nature of pancakes in my life Uh, i don't know about you but there are two occasions in my family's household where pancakes are a given one almost certainly shared with you know much of the uk pancake day whenever it is is it sometime in february is it i just wait for the Um, news and people to start talking about it Uh, an excuse for delicious english crepes very thin sprinkled with sugar and lemon juice for the classic experience i've sometimes switched up for lime juice for a bit of an exotic twist Um, the other pancake occasion for us is christmas day morning our breakfast is always without fail thick style american pancakes with maple syrup and bacon Uh, for as long as i can remember now um I think the craze must go back to when my parents spent some time travelling in North America um, before they started having kids, way back way back in the 70s, I suppose, uh, and brought back with them this notion of American pancakes. I don't know if there was a time before Christmas morning pancakes in our family that I don't recall, um, but they are one of those delicious, delicious totems upon which a certain moment of my year hangs. Even this year, when I couldn't spend Christmas at the familial home, like I have every other Christmas of my life, instead I was spending it with my sister and her family, Um, Christmas morning pancakes were just as fabulous. The trick, dear listener, is not to overdo it at breakfast. With these pancakes, it is too easy. You've got a full day of eating ahead of you now, so don't ruin it so early on. 
And now I think on this pancake ritual thing, another I have for myself is when I visit one of my favourite places on this planet, uh, a little French village right on the on the seafront called Collior on the Mediterranean, very close to the border with Spain. There's a pancake place there, Creperie Breton, which does a huge range of galettes, pancakes made with buckwheat flour, normally savoury, but they do sweet ones as well. Uh, I treat myself to a galette with you know, cheese and ham and egg, that sort of thing, and a glass or two of strong French cidre, uh, and just watch the world go by. Um, it's rare that I'll choose to have pancakes at any other point, really. Not because they aren't delicious, they are, clearly. But perhaps part of me likes the ritualistic nature, the, the special moments with this particular wonderfully basic dish. Moments to be savoured, to be sure. <laughs> That's it for this week. Thank you for listening wherever in the world you are. Subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Podcasts. The next episode will be out next Friday. Join us on YouTube for the Transatlantic Connection show and become part of the Transatlantic Connection movement. Head to youtube.com slash the Vagabond Way. Find The Vagabond Way or Steve Bonham on the Long Road on Facebook. All of our music is on Bandcamp, where you can help support a positive ecosystem for the music industry. Downloads, streaming, vinyls, CDs, it's all there. Thevagabondway.bandcamp.com We're also on Patreon at patreon.com slash thevagabondway. Big thank you to our current Patreons and a special shout-out to Orla Flynn, James Lydon, Stuart Lydon, Yvette Lydon and Trish Taylor. Thank you for your ongoing support. Patreon is a great platform that makes it super easy for anyone out there, you, to support content that you love on a monthly basis. It gives you direct access to the people creating the stuff you love, us, hopefully, and you get to play an integral part in shaping the direction of things that we make. So, become a vagabonder. That's our name for our supporters on Patreon to help us create music, live performances, books and short stories, this weekly podcast, our YouTube show, and some new things that we are cooking up. As a vagabonder, you can get the recordings and books we make for free, receive exclusive patron-only merchandise in the post, get regular behind-the-scenes updates from us, unlock access to exclusive livestream performances and Q&As, and lots more. You can help us create something different, something that entertains, and something that inspires others. So, join us on the journey and release The Vagabond Within. Patreon.com slash The Vagabond Way. Thank you once again, brave adventurers, vagabonds, and explorers, for joining us on The Vagabond Way. Remember, the world isn't beige. It's authentic, it's rich, and it's real. Embrace every last bit of it. Until next time, the journey goes ever on with The Long Road. Bye for now. (laughs) 